Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk to you about three ways to be promoted. Um, specifically, I really am talking about being promoted in the ministry. Um, so if you're somebody that's training to be in the ministry, if you're somebody who says, I want God to use me in a great way in these last days, I believe this podcast is going to really, really encourage you and really help you step up into that place where God has for you. So first of all, I just want to say, you know, there's absolutely no limit to how God can use you. There's absolutely no like cap or roof on, on, on how God can use you. But what limits us is our hearts and the things that we're dealing with. And so if we can get our hearts prepared and our hearts ready, Um, and we can lay down the things that have been holding us back, there really is no limit to how God can use us. So I want to encourage you, you know, this, what I've been studying on here um, has really impacted me, has really made everything a huge change for me and how I even view, um, you know, the ministry and God promoting me and what uh, God is using, you know, young men and women to do on this earth today you know, there's something very big that God has for us to do. And so because I feel the weight of that responsibility, I know that I have to get my heart right and I have to keep every area of my life in check. And so, you know, God started revealing this, these areas, these three specific areas to me. Um, and I believe that this has been the key to unlock things in my life. And I believe it'll do the same for you. So I'm going to start with number one, and that is purity. You know, you have to be pure. There is no option. You know, when we love the things of this world so much that we let them taint our life, you know, we're not willing to lay things down for the kingdom of God. We're not ready for God to promote us. You know, we have to lay things down. You know, if there's something in your life that you're not willing to put aside, if it's a relationship, if it's um, a, a type of music that you listen to, if it's a TV show, if you're not willing to let something so trivial, lay it down at the, you know, just, just lay it aside, you are not ready for God to promote you. I'm sorry to put it so plainly, but we have to let these little tiny things go because God wants to take us to a place where he's able to use us. And so we cannot have a love for the world as far as like worldly things, Uh, you know, more than, you know, we cannot have it where it takes precedence over the godly things, the, the, the things of God in our life. So, you know, the, the fire of God comes to burn out impurities. The fire of God comes to burn out the things that are basically meaningless in our life or things that God knows that that's going to trip you up later on down the line. So when you hear a minister or a man or woman of God give you advice in an area like this and it pokes something in your heart, immediately change it, immediately change it because God wants to use you in a great way. And he knows, Hey, maybe this thing's not going to affect you this month or this year, this little area that you've let be impure in your life. But he knows that five years, 10 years down the road from now, it's going to expose itself and it's going to take you out of the place that God has for you. So do not think you're going to be used by God in the ministry in a mighty, great way. And God's going to let you have impact on this earth when you keep things in your heart that are impure, when you keep things in your life that are just straightforward, impure. You know, the Bible speaks about how we can stay pure. Very simply put in Psalm 119, it says, how can a young person stay pure? 
by obeying your word. I've tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So how do we stop going around the mountain of sin and impurity? It's by hiding the word of God in your heart. You are not going to be somebody who finds yourself in sin, you know, habitual sin, finding yourself in wrong relationships, finding yourself, you know, in the wrong place at the wrong time when you're somebody who's hidden the word of God in your heart. So keep, you know, don't just read the word to read the word and check a box. Get the word of God in your heart so that when things, situations arise, you have that guide of the Holy Spirit and that you know this is the way to go. This is the way to go. Reading, you know, getting the word of God in your spirit is like, it's like having the, you know, the ultimate, um, GPS. It's like having the ultimate guide. The Holy Spirit guides you and, you and you're so in tune with, with his voice already because you have the word of God in there that you don't make a mistake, that you're so finely tuned in to what God is saying to you because you already have his word in your heart. So be somebody who says, I'm going to have the word of God so hidden in my heart that there's not going to be an impurity, that there's not going to be something that I'm just, I'm not willing to let go of. Now, this is something that God's been speaking to me about since a very young age. And, uh, you know, I remember being in school and even being made fun of because I was so particular um, on the, the type of music I would listen to. And, uh, you know, people people would make fun of me at like 12 and 13 years old. But, um, you know, I had to kind of learn how to get a thick skin because I know I knew even from that age that God wanted to use me in the ministry. So um, even in the little areas get it right before God. God wants to use you in a huge way. Let these little things go. Number one is purity. Number two is unity. So you can't expect God to use you when you're not unified with the body of Christ. You know, people, unfortunately, when they don't have the word of God hidden in their heart and they're, and they're kind of just a loose cannon, you know, they think that they can be um, this lone ranger in the kingdom of God, that they don't need a spiritual authority, that they don't need somebody to tell them what to do, that they know the word and that they're good and they don't need anybody around them. And you'll find that a lot of times these people talk bad about the body of Christ. They think they're better than everybody else. They think that they know a thing or two about a thing or two and they don't. So you know, the church has been so many times split apart over just these nonsense reasons over this little thing. Oh, we meet on Saturday. We meet on Sunday. Well, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. So you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. We're the body of Christ. Do we all believe that Jesus died for us? Do we all believe that if we accept him into our heart that we can go to heaven one day? But the body of Christ has been divided over so many things. The devil knows if he can divide, he can conquer. He can keep you ineffective when he keeps you in division. You know, the body Bible talks about being in one accord and the power that comes on the body of Christ when they're in one accord. Acts 2 says, and when they were in, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly uh, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And we know from that place, 120 people went out, made 3000 disciples. And it says that there was more added to the church daily. So the devil doesn't like when people get in one accord because it builds the body of Christ, because more people come into the kingdom of God when we can get unified as opposed to when we're not unified. And then we are ineffective completely. So getting in unity in the body of Christ, which means you cannot have offense towards people in the church. You cannot have unforgiveness toward people in the church. 
And I want you to look into your heart right now and see, is there somebody that I have an offense towards? Is there somebody that I've been holding unforgiveness or a grudge towards? And get that thing right, right now, because God wants to use you, but he cannot, you limit yourself when you're not unified. You limit yourself. You know, even if there's opposing political views, opposing um, views on things, you know, the devil loves to stir the pot, stir the pot. And you see how lots of churches right now are dealing with a divided opinion opinions on all kinds of things, anything you can imagine, (laughs) literally anything you can imagine. There's two sides of opinions, whether it has to do with the word of God, whether it has to do with current events, whatever the case may be, the devil loves to stir the pot. So be being unified there's so much power in unity in the body of Christ. And so that's why the devil has attacked that area so much. So get unified. So be pure and be unified. Number three, honor. You know, when you honor God um, and you honor your spiritual authority, it goes hand in hand, honoring God, honoring your spiritual authority. The, the, the spiritual authority is just the, the picture of God. You know, it's, it's, if you're going to honor the man of God or the woman of God that God set before you, it shows how your heart is acting toward God. So when God, when God puts you in a position where you can honor a man or woman of God, God's setting you up to promote you. So honor brings promotion. Let God promote you. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to run around telling everybody how good you did on this thing or on that thing or how great great, you know, of a job that you're doing, you can actually let somebody else, (laughs) let, let the Lord promote you. Let God see, you know, that you've been doing a good job and, and let God promote you into where he's called you to be. Um, you know, self-promotion is only going to get you so far. And people do get someplace sometimes by self-promoting and by, you know, you know, tooting their own horn, but let, letting God promote you is ultimately what's going to get you to where God wants you to be. Self-promotion will get you somewhere, but it not necessarily where God wants you to be. So this is a scripture that um, is so powerful because it's talking about David, who I believe is like the Bible's number one example of God taking somebody um, from, you know, pretty much nothing, you know, taking the shepherd boy from, you know, the pasture, the middle of nowhere, taking care of sheep to the highest seat of power, you know, in the world in that day. And so, um, this is, this is what God said to David. And this is coming from second Samuel in verse seven. It says, now go and say to my servant, David, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending the sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people. I've been with you wherever you've gone and I have destroyed all of your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth. While he was out in the sheep pasture, while he was um, alone, you know, in those places, if he did not if he wasn't the person and and with the heart that he had, God would not have been able to use him. So where are you at today? You know, where does God have you right now? And where is your heart toward God right now? And where is your, where, you know, uh, are you preparing yourself for what God has for you ahead? You know, if you're called into the full-time ministry, this is just something I had not put in my notes, but if you're called into the full-time ministry, are you studying the word of God? You know, do you have the word of God so in you that when you get the microphone, you have something to say? Is there a weight of heaven on your words? Are you somebody who prays? Are you somebody who seeks the face of God? Are you somebody who's getting prepared for the ministry? Are you preparing yourself in that way? So I want to challenge you. You know, God has put, you know, these three areas, purity, 
unity and honor. Um, you know, and I believe that these three areas, if you can get your heart correct in these three areas, there's no limit to what God can do with you. You take the limits off because God's able to use a heart. He, he's looking for a vessel and uh, it really has very little to do with you. It's just that you make yourself available and you make your heart available. So I want to challenge you, make your heart available to God, make yourself somebody that God can use, that God can take to the very top. You know, that, that dream that he's put in your heart, you know, where you see those endless crowds of people where you see those faces and those hands lifting up to heaven to, to receive Jesus, where you see the miracles, people coming out of wheelchairs, those things that, that God's put in your heart, he has those in store for you, but the heart has to be there, that your heart has to be that when you get to that place, you don't think that you did it yourself. And that's why these things have you, it starts with the small things. It starts with the purity. It starts with the unity. It starts with the honor. So when you get those things right, I believe there's nothing, there's no thing on this earth that God has for you to do that you cannot do. So I want to challenge you today, get into the presence of God, you know, get these areas right. And I believe God is going to use you in a great and powerful way in these last days. I love you. Jesus loves you. We'll see you soon.